Cruise Control streams live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast episode's information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And a good, good, good day to everyone. Welcome to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine, and it's ours, too. You know us. I'm Les Jackson. The other guy there is Fred Staub. And as usual, as usual, we have a lot to say about the auto industry, including, oh boy, another airbag recall, eh, Fred? Yeah, we've got that, Les, and uh, we're also going to start off with, uh, well, some good news from the folks over at uh, Ford. They have released the new Ranger, a lot new of new technology, and no, it's not just the XLT and the Lariat. It is also a Ranger Raptor, yep. uh, which will be uh, pretty exciting. I can't wait to talk about it. How about you? Absolutely. We were predicting this probably would happen um it of course they knew before we did clearly anyway honda's brand new accord sedans uh, aces the tough safety tests yeah and they're a lot uh, more difficult and honda did a great job with it so we'll tell you about that and honda is sticking in the sedan business which is great news and then talking tech could etched metal be the next customized look for your vehicle etched mm. at the factory? We'll ta- mm. talk about it. Hmm. Well, we'll see. And, and and why is the Nürburgring banning slow cars? Well, <laughs> because people drive crazy on it. And does that mean uh, James May is banned as well? Uh, listen, I'm on James's side. <laughs> Captain Slow. All right. Well, we'll tell you about that, and you'll have an at-the-wheel review of the Mercedes EQE 500 sedan, right? Sedan, all-wheel drive, uh, all-electric, of course, and we'll talk about it uh, at the the at-the-wheel segment. Yeah, that sounds great, and all that and more is coming up on Cruise Control. A lot going on in the automotive industry, and we're glad you're along for the ride with us. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson, and uh, we're just getting started. And I, I think uh, I think Ford's done a, a great job with the uh, Ranger, and uh, you know they've updated it. They have such a strong lineup of trucks right now, starting with the Maverick and working all the way up to uh, the uh, F-150 and beyond, of course. But they've done more of a uh, kind of a vertical. Uh, screen in the interior and just kind yep. of upgraded everything. Um, just just pretty cool. We'll get into the details after the break, but uh, I tell you, they uh, they are really batting a thousand, aren't they? They are. They seem to be able to do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's all coming up on Cruise Control when we return. As I said, I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson, and we will see you when we come back.
Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson here with you. Um, well, let's jump right into it. Ford had a busy week. Mm-hmm. And it involved the new Ford Ranger, the all-new Ford Ranger. They call it the most connected and capable Ranger ever, which is a big claim. And, uh, boy, this has gotten a lot closer to an F-150 with all the technology, the interior design. Um, it's grown up, and I guess, you know, you can think about that. Uh, it is uh, now a mid-size pickup truck. And, of course, Maverick is the start of the uh, lineup. But uh, they just keep, kept adding things to it. And, and well, here we are today. It has a lot of the technology for parking, trailering, a lot of tech that was introed on the F-150 but now is available in the smaller yeah. Ranger. Well, it's basically what the F-150 was size-wise and, and – uh, and uh, components-wise, uh, just 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, people say, why are these things getting bigger? Well, people want bigger. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, you, there's a lot of stuff to pack in there. <laughs> there and vehicles is. Are, are getting heavier and bigger. Well, even down to things like that side step in the bumper, you yeah. know, that would have formerly just been a uh, F-150 type of deal. They're putting that in there. Uh, you think about how this segment, the midsize segment for pickup trucks, has heated up. Um, I'm going to have a Tacoma review later on. There's going to be a, a release of the new Tacoma um, this week as well. And, you know, it's just heating up. There's talk that Ram will get back into this midsize pickup um, arena. Chevy has released their um, new models, although they don't get much press, frankly. No, uh, they don't. They're they're not doing themselves a favor uh, by not getting out there more. But but you know, Ford knows what it's doing, and uh, can you can you get a Ranger? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't get one of these because they just revealed it. No. But but uh, actually, you. Uh, this one is going to be available in the XL, XLT, and Lariat models, uh, which is a uh, traditional lineup for Ford right. as far as their uh, models go. Uh, it will be available in a, a crew cab, 4x2 uh, and 4x4, of course, a 2.3-liter EcoBoost engine, which is kind of a carryover. They're going to have a couple of different variations of that, and... Uh, they have like uh, in-bed power, uh, electrical power. Uh, they're going to have, uh, let's see, I believe two engines, two choices, 2.3 liter EcoBoost engine. That will be the standard engine, 270 right. horsepower. And then if you want to go up, it will also offer the 2.7 EcoBoost V6 that it shares with the Bronco and the F-150 which will produce 315 horsepower and 400 pound-feet of torque. I see, that's that's big truck truck level. The big truck, yeah, it is a yeah. mini F-150. Um, it is. And by the way, 
uh, I'm not going to list them, but there are 31 standard or available driver assist features for the wow. Ranger. 31. Wow. That's crazy. It, how do you choose it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it reminds me a lot of the Tacoma that I was just driving. That interior almost looks the same. Although uh, I believe this one might be a little bit bigger, but you know, maybe this makes sense for more people. A little bit smaller truck, but it has all the truck features. You can still go off-roading with it. You can tow with it, but it's a little bit smaller to handle. Yeah, I think it looks great. Um, yep. I love the I, wheels. I, I am predicting that the majority of Ranger buyers are going to be women. Because they're people that didn't think they wanted a pickup truck, but now. Right. Oh, but uh, let me tell you, every woman I talk to about cars wants a pickup truck. I've and always I, liked them. I just uh, never had one. Man. You know, but uh, yeah. good-looking truck. It's interesting. Uh, I reviewed the uh, Tacoma, which is very similar in size, and we'll have an at-the-wheel review of that later on. But uh, mm -hmm. you look at the Ranger. Pretty cool. Um, and, of course, they have the great Maverick below that if you can get it. I don't know if you can. <laughs> I don't know what the current model Ranger's like as far as availability. but uh, It's probably more available than the Maverick, but uh, we'll have to check. Yeah. But uh, good for Ford. I think, uh, I think it will be a big hit for them. We look forward to driving it and talking more about it when we know uh, – more about it and yeah it, can you imagine the older generation rangers coming with uh, adaptive cruise control with stop and go and <laughs> they, they came with a radio and heater <laughs> that's it and <laughs> i don't even think they had power windows uh i'm not sure about that but i know who i can ask <laughs> we'll be right back Good on point. cruise control radio we're going to tell you about the ranger raptor which will be coming Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I can't wait to tell you about the, <laughs> the Ranger Raptor. And the reason is because we're both really anxious to drive it. And the reason for that is because we've been in the other Ford Raptor F-150s, and they're remarkably nice to drive. And I mean, you would think that it would beat you to death, but exactly the opposite. It, it's a smooth cruiser with massive wheel travel. And yes. I'm sure that the Ranger is going to be the same thing. Yes. I think it's great to drive because the roads are so bad and this exactly. is designed for rough roads and really heavy duty work. So uh, it's been such a hit for them. I have not really, well, I, I should say this. I saw two Raptors on my local Ford dealers lot, F-150 Raptors. Hmm. It's the first time I've uh, seen it up close. Uh, and I'm surprised they actually had two of them there, but uh, they did not have this one, uh, <laughs> which is yeah, the well, Ranger no, Raptor. Uh, just and came by out. the way, I I just checked uh, the local Ford dealer here mm -hmm. uh, has 20 Rangers on the lot. The old generation. Come now, and get them now. Come and get them now. They're old. Nobody wants them. They're the 2023. 20, yeah. So. Uh, Yes. So let's talk about this. It gets a spe special powertrain, yeah, the very popular twin turbo, three liter EcoBoost V6. I think that is the most popular engine in the um, 
F-150, actually. Uh, 430 pound-feet of torque, 405 horsepower in this trim. Uh, and, of course, it gets all the goodies for uh, off-roading, including Fox shocks and all the good, all the good stuff. The 2.5-inch uh, live valve internal bypass shocks, coilovers at the front, Piggyback reservoirs to reduce the heat buildup uh, in the in the shocks. Um, I tell you what, that's that's why it rides so well, and the big yep. big it, sidewalls it, on the tires. It flies well too. You realize that you and I have flown a number of vehicles. We have not this one yet, though. This this just not came this out. one yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but don't worry. Um, what do you think this is going to cost when it comes out? Uh, hmm. I, well, they pretty much get what they want for them. Uh, you know, and obviously the 150 Raptor is pricey. I I would imagine you think you could get one for less than 50? I don't know. Not right away. And oh, well, no, no. Uh, so the Ranger Raptor is built on the fully boxed Ranger frame, which is really great to hear that the standard Ranger is a fully boxed frame. And it's been reinforced at the front frame rails, front shock towers, rear shock brackets, suspension mounting points, and other key areas. So you think about this, like we always say, and I know it gets old, we say it a lot here on cruise control, but... You couldn't really build this for the price you can buy it at you your Ford dealer. I mean, it's done right. You know, this is not a handful of stickers and some big tires. When they reinforce the frame at attachment points, I mean, that's true building of a, an off-road vehicle, isn't it? Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, As you know, I have built uh, some some cars, a fair number of them. And you just can't do this yourself for the same money. It's it's just impossible. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, these are great deals. And I don't know what <clears throat> the F-150 uh, Raptors are used, but they probably hold their price pretty well, I would imagine. Yeah, well, you know, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything. It's slowly coming down. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not a fan personally of all the stickers and things like that on these vehicles. That's the I'm one I either. tested. Yeah. I liked it. Had no stickers. Matter of fact, the two on the lot had no stickers, and to me, that's the way I would get it. So it could almost be mistaken for a regular pickup truck, which I kind of like. Um, but other people, to each their own. They like the big stickers yep. and the call out. They like the big windshield stickers and all that. that <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I, well, my feeling is I don't want to advertise. I just paid a lot of money for this thing. I don't want to advertise for the company unless they pay me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, let's talk about uh, something completely different. Honda Accord, uh, a fine, fine sedan. All new for 2023. And uh, mm -hmm. they aced the uh, IIHS um, test, safety test, crash test, and got the top safety pick plus. And that's a big achievement because the new testing has gotten a lot more severe, I'll call lot it. A lot tougher. A lot tougher. 
They've uh, added more weight to the uh, vehicles that will crash into the side or the sled, I guess you would call it. Um, because let's face it, vehicles are getting heavier. Electric vehicles are heavier. And especially big ones like the Hummer and others are nearing 10,000 pounds, right? That's, that is exactly right. And uh, th this affects the safety in a crash. So uh, by the way, the previous Accord only earned a marginal rating that, from IIHS. So this is a huge it is. Uh, improvement. It is a huge improvement. I, I was unaware that they only got a marginal rating. That's unusual yeah. for, for Honda, wouldn't you say? Well, it is, but remember, they changed some of the parameters mm -hmm. um, a couple of years ago and, you know, they caught, caught a few car companies uh, off guard. Well, the good news for Honda is six of their vehicles have uh, gotten the top safety pick plus award, uh, including a CRV and HRV. Civic hatchback and sedan and Odyssey minivan. So uh, that that is uh, pretty good news for the folks over at Honda, and it makes it one of the uh, safest midsize family family sedans Absolutely. on the market. And of course, like everything else, they've grown up a little bit. Yeah, in size, but what would you call them now? Like a it's still upper midsize car. Yeah, it's still called midsize. Still called midsize. Yeah. So. Well, of course, back in the 60s, midsize was a, a GTO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, interesting stuff. And uh, I I have not driven this yet. Have you driven the... Um, no, you know, I have not. Yeah. Um, I look forward to it, though. It, it, I'm sure it's yeah, great. Yeah, same here. I like, I like Accords. I do, too, because they... It's a it's a nice sized vehicle. It's always well equipped. It it feels so well put together, you know. Yeah. Uh, which is which is a good thing. So, hey, we're gonna put together some more of the show for you when we come back. It's kind of an interesting talking tech about GM's plan for etching metal, not for any particular reason other than instead of using a vinyl wrap, basically, or or go fast stickers. They were talking about etching metal at the factory, actually burning through layers of paint so you can see other colors. Um, interesting concept. So we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Then we'll also answer why the Nürburgring is banning slow cars. If you ever watch that, some people bring some strange things out on the Nürburgring, don't they? Uh, yes, and there are a lot of crashes on the Nürburgring because... You just pay your 20 bucks and you go out there. And uh, an awful lot of people shouldn't be out there. And you're not allowed to wear a Hans device, or I don't think you're allowed to wear a helmet either. No, it, it you're has not. to be like you're driving on the road. Yeah. So, and it's just beyond the skill level of, of most average people. You, it's 13 miles with 146 turns. So people aren't ready for that. People aren't ready for that. Yeah. So, well, we hope you're ready for the rest of Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can uh, find out about our uh, Facebook page and, and all the rest of our social media, YouTube, and more. I am Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. When we come back, we're going to talk tech about etching metal. 
We're also going to have an at-the-wheel review of the EQE from uh, the folks over at Mercedes. Also a sedan. How about that? Talking sedans. Right here. Sedans. On Cruise Control. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine, Fred Staub and Les Jackson. And uh, we are going to talk a little bit of technology here, talking tech. Les, I know you, whenever you get a car, you like to put stickers on it, wraps, go fast Abs, stripes. Yeah, yeah. Pin, pinstripe. Um, I like to paint the tires. <laughs> Were you in a demo derby <laughs> and, or something? And I like to put, you know, like four antennas on them. and Lots of peel and stick customization. Oh, you got it. Everything that the uh, that the old J.C. Whitney catalog has, <laughs> I'm there. Look at these side vents. You just peel and stick, and they yeah. are lightweight plastic chrome. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. And well, cladding, lots of cladding. Clad, lots of cladding. Yeah, you just go back, reach back, and get that cladding. Well, uh, this talking tech uh, comes, once again, from the people that uh, CarBuzz has in the uh, patent office. Mm-hmm. This was patented uh, or applied for in the German Patent and Trademark Office. And uh, they are talking about, GM is talking about doing away with decals, which are take time to apply, go fast stripes. I told someone that the, the other day that that was a term, go fast stripes. Yeah. I don't know where it's started was that a mopar thing go fast straight it was a mopar thing it was in the lee iacocca days of that uh, remember the shelby uh, chrysler or dodge uh back in the 80s oh the omni thing the, yeah and yeah it was just stripes it, it didn't it was just an omni <laughs> with a bunch of racing stripes yeah uh and and that was it <laughs> performance as I used to say, a handful of decal performance. That's right. Yep. Go fast, strike. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, they the folks over at GM are saying that maybe they could make this do a stripe at the factory better than a vinyl, you know, uh, let's face it, that vinyl material has improved immensely. It used to be you take your new car yeah. in and get it washed. Some people will take it to a car wash and the stripes would come off. I remember, <laughs> I remember hot rod reviewing a trans am. Yeah. And the stickers came off. They took it through a car wash. You know, they were driving it across country and it was salty. And they said, well, you know, it's cold. We'll take it through a car wash. And the stickers came off. The guy was standing there with the sticker that came off the, uh... so, uh, what they're thinking about doing here in this, um, application is they would etch paint. Now, they might, if it's a metal car, they might actually etch the metal and put like a different texture in it and then paint mm-hmm. over it. That's one idea. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? It seems like something you do it for the SEMA show, doesn't it? Uh, you'll, we're going to see a lot of this. Yeah. And then the other thing is they would etch out the paint um, in certain areas and show what's painted underneath it. That's sort of like 
uh, what our friend Kevin uh, would do with it with his uh, Fotina look, where right. you paint it three different colors and then you sand it at different levels so you can see the the color yeah. underneath. Kev- Kevin Tates, he's a real artist. Yes, make it look like it's been sitting out in the sun sun mm-hmm. for a long time. So there's some talk that you would paint it one color and then see through it, etch through it. And uh, this article, which was in Carbuzz, talks about how um, how Mazda's done a bit of this with their uh, their Soul Red, you know, where they have kind of like an orangey look. Great color, beautiful, beautiful color. I mean, really, you could just paint your car that. You don't need a custom color. That would be a great look. Oh, it's I would love it. Yeah. So so um, you know, interesting thought here. A um, couple of thoughts on it. They say it takes less labor to do this, but also, wouldn't it be better than uh, having vinyl stripes? It, wouldn't it be a oh, higher absolutely. end, a higher yeah. end uh, situation? I mean, yeah, I, I remember people with the big stripes on the Chevelles, the the ones that really did it up, would have them taken off and painted on, right? Yeah, and uh, we're talking about you know this. The laser is cutting through just microns of paint thickness uh so it 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 doesn't even show in the surface and this is great it's uh, the quality of it would be spectacular and the laser which is probably a carbon dioxide laser is is computer controlled it's fast um and you won't get bubbles under it <laughs> like putting it, well, as long as you don't stop the laser moving, <laughs> then you might have a hole in your hood that you can poke you'll, a. Uh, you'll a have a big turbo. brown burn spot. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting stuff. Interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. Well, here's another thing that's interesting. I was surprised by this. Aston Martin says they will reveal eight new cars in the next two years. You and I were worried that Aston Martin wouldn't make it. But now it sounds like they're on a product offensive, aren't they? It sure does. This is a surprise. We didn't see this coming. Um, we kind of thought, well, it's going to stay the venerable. Uh, by the way, it's my favorite high-end car. Okay. Uh, it has been for years, not because of the James Bond thing. Uh, just because it's it's the best combination James to me Bond of, thing is kind of cool of power and class and luxury interiors and ride and control not the best of anything um, but it's the best combination and they're just such a a nice car well i've I've seen db11s and they really stand out and we see a lot of cars and you and yep. I are familiar with seeing cool cars but uh the db11 stands out it just looks you like when you roll up in that it looks like it's something different you don't see that often and it's really yeah. cool and just just beautiful paint jobs um can't afford it but, no <laughs> but but uh, if anyone wants to give me one I- <laughs> <laughs> well you can get <laughs> you can uh, talk to uh, less after the after yeah just, the show. just send me an email and yeah uh, well, they're going to have the DB12. That's one re- thing. They're going to replace the 11 with the DB12. But uh, 
we're not really sure what all these cars are going to be. Some will no. be electrified. Valhalla. Uh, there's one called Valhalla. How many SUVs? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure there'll be a number of them, don't you think? I, Do you think I they'll think bring out be... a mid-size pickup truck? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> don't do this no, to me. No, no. Um, uh, they are going, they say the front engine cars won't receive new platforms, will, but will receive such drastic redesigns as to be all new cars. Hmm. Um, there's the Valkyrie. They're going to have a new model of the Valkyrie. Uh, but I wonder, I thought they were having trouble surviving, you know, as a company. Well, I did too. Um, they must have gotten an infusion of money somewhere. Hmm. New, every model will be replaced. I mean, this this is not cheap. <laughs> no, you don't do this if you're like, well, you know, yeah. I don't know what we'll do. You know, you you don't. Uh, you know, it costs billions to yeah. to uh, you know research and lay up a new model. It's not saving up your lunch money. I think uh, the way a lot of these smaller manufacturers are going to have to go though they'll go all electric because they have to because they can't do the cafe numbers there's no small True. vehicle to bounce it off right that's right um and and that's the future and and but and and actually the electric drivetrain is across the board cheaper than the conventional drivetrain but the battery isn't right so Let's get in our story about Nürburgring, because uh, I know you have a, a review coming up in the next segment. Nürburgring, it is banning cars slower than 81 miles an hour. Previously, the minimum speed of 37 was was the limit. Now, you've got to be able to run at 81 miles an hour less, or you don't make the cut. You ever watch some of those crash things on, uh, on the, on the uh, Nürburgring? I've watched a few times. Yeah. Uh, been on it once. Uh, this makes sense. During sessions, drivers must be aware of their surroundings. Slow cars must move to the right and are expected yep. to indicate and move over. Drifting is not allowed, Les Jackson. I am aware of that. Biggest problem with the Nürburgring, again, is a lot of lack of driving skill. <laughs> and, but, and I'm, gee, I'm on a very difficult and unfamiliar course so that means right. i must drive completely exactly. over my head <laughs> and and of course you know the slower cars are staying on the right typically the turns are mostly right hand turns and you need to radius the turns if there's a slow car on the right you can't radius the turn right. so you go into it hot and at the uh, wrong and you learn what understeer is well we're going to learn what Steering is when it comes to the new EQE sedan, the electric sedan from the folks over at Mercedes. Less as an at-the-wheel review when we come back. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast episode's information. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. It is time for an at-the-wheel review, and I just happen to have something at the wheel. All right. 
That sounds good. And uh, this is pretty nice vehicle. It's the 2023 Mercedes-Benz EQE 500 4Matic sedan. All right. And it's, of course, one of these sedans, which kind of looks like a coupe. It's four doors, but the C-pillar swoops down, which I I like that look, frankly. Mm -hmm. Okay. it, it's quite easy to get into in the back. It, it's deceptive. You, you would think you have to bend down real far, but you don't. Okay. Um, also, you'll notice uh, if, you, if you're looking at Facebook or YouTube, uh, uh, the picture of the car, it has big wheels. Uh, these are 19-inch wheels. This particular one um, that I drove uh, is, the, is called the exclusive trim package. There are three packages one's called the premium that's the low end okay uh exclusive is the mid-level most people get it and the pinnacle is the high end okay uh, and uh, that's pretty high but anyway uh mine was finished outside in obsidian black that's a very very black uh color that mercedes uses inside neva gray um with uh, some leather uh, saddle brown leather accents and uh, this rather nice wood you don't see it in the picture of the dash there because everything is lit up but it's a um it's kind of a gun stock uh color wood very pretty Mm -hmm. um again 19 inch wheels so they really really fill up the wells they don't uh Electric cars, even though that decreases range, they have not given up on big wheels, have they? They have not given up on big wheels because big wheels give you lots of tra- uh, traction width. You know and, what else? Uh, they keep on rolling. They <laughs> keep on rolling. Very, very good. You got me. Um, I had I had to wait to fit that in there. I heard it that, coming. That's though, so. uh, exactly so. <laughs> And uh, this this uh, is an electric vehicle, of course, and it, uh, it develops 402 horsepower. Wow, that's tough. does does zero to sixty in 4.5 seconds, and I measured it myself on your phone. Uh, on my phone. Okay. And uh, it it's quick. All right. Boy, did, I love. I just love the acceleration of electric cars. They're, Terrific. We, we always say that people that never drove one, they're like, "Ooh, they're you, slow." You, you gotta like, no. you, you gotta get in one. It has a range, by the way, of about three hundred miles. Okay. On the battery, mm-hmm. um, front seats are what they call multi-contour, so you really nestle in. Uh, very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they have all the functions, including massage, mm-hmm. um, and you see the the mercedes star pattern everywhere okay uh even the air conditioning vents kind of simulate the star pattern um anyway there's a a system in it called energizing air control so the the air uh is filtered and all of that but there's a tiny bit of ozone that that's pumped in to sort of make you feel more awake (laughs) okay Uh, it's not a drug or anything um anyway 300 kilowatt electric motors people eventually are going to understand 
kind of what that means. Um, but it means 402 horsepower. And um, the, the, the it has a rear steering, 10 degree rear steering. Now, is this an option in this? No, this uh, is part of the this is part of the exclusive trim package. What is that like? When did you get to it's, try that out? Uh, yes, uh, th there's one constant radius uh, clover leaf turn in the entire D.C. area on the George Washington Parkway. Uh, so constant radius means you can go into the turn, hold the wheel exactly in that spot, and it just tracks. Uh, let me just say that that steering let me set the record uh, on that on that constant radius turn. I, I never I never was under sixty. Wow. Um, the, the speed limit there is forty five. But anyway, uh, we won't talk about that anymore. And <laughs> uh, yeah, closed closed track. Do not try. Yes, special closed, special closed uh, track professional driver. Do that's not right. attempt. The other thing that it has uh, in the electronics, and you know, needless to say, it has every electronic gizmo. Uh, natural language understanding. No. Oh. Which is cool. I mean, you, you could. I actually was trying to just sort of talk too fast and and maybe slur a little, and it just picked it up constantly. <laughs> talk with I was a not, I English. I was not drinking. Talk with an English Cockney accent. That type yeah, of thing. <laughs> I say governor. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the screen uh, is uh, twelve point eight inches, which is really nice. Touch but it's the screen, whole dash. Course. It's the whole dash, isn't it? It's the whole dash, but the the, the operation screen, okay, uh, is twelve point eight. Um, you get, uh, of course, ride control. Now you have. I used it in comfort mode mostly, but you have sport, eco, individual driving modes you can set. Right. Uh, so I like comfort. Um, it has active brake assist, of course, as Parktronic, which uh, is that uh, bird's eye view and all of these. Uh, which is really great. Systems. It's a wonderful system. Yeah. Uh, I, again, Nissan developed that originally. Uh, exterior acoustic pedestrian protection uh that translate that it means noise makes a noise makes a noise that you can't miss yeah uh, a, a burmeister sound system lovely yep uh by the way this thing is so quiet inside i bet it, uh, just what, what noise does it make outside it's kind of a like a, a like a bird uh tweeting in a distance Okay. It's not super pleasant, but mm -hmm. but it's meant to catch your attention. Uh, it has ambient lighting that you can set in 64 different colors. Try them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, come on. It, right. It's like a disco from the early 80s. Yeah. A uh, fingerprint sensor for biometric uh, authentication when you want to unlock the car. Wow. I mean, this is amazing. Um, the The front panel that you see in the picture, if you can see the picture, with the Mercedes star, that's the only option in this. It's $300. To get it lit up? No, just that, that star, that front panel. 
It, when you say front panel, the the of the of the the, the the grill. Oh, the grill. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And and by the way, uh, let me give you the price on this thing. Uh, this is all of this for eighty eight thousand dollars, even. Okay. And all of the vehicles are destination charge of nine ninety five, which is uh, a Mercedes deal. These days, holding the yeah, it really is. Um, and once again, uh, zero to sixty in four point five seconds. Wow! Nice car, really wow. nice car to drive. What was the range again? Three hundred miles. All right. You know, when you get into that three hundred mile range, that's pretty good. It is. Um, it took, by the way, uh, 47 minutes to charge from 55% to 95%. That's pretty good. Yeah. It is pretty good. If you wait for 100%, well, you have to remember the chargers all cut down the as you get the up. current uh, as it's filling up. Otherwise, the batteries get hot. This is true for everything. All right. Well, we're going to cut down right now and finish up on this hour of Cruise Control. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye.